My name is Ryan Serhant, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabel. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My returning guest today is the CEO and founder of Serhant, Ryan Serhant. Ryan first appeared on the second episode of Five Questions a few years ago, and now he's back after having started his new real estate company, Sirhan, and authoring a new book called Big Money Energy. I asked Ryan about the inspiration for his new projects and lessons learned during this podcast episode. Well, Ryan Sirhan, welcome to Five Questions. So happy to have you back. You were in episode two. A lot has changed for you over the past two years. During our last conversation for this podcast, you shared your vision of the future of your industry, which you recently brought to life with your new company, Sirhan. What was your process of turning this vision into a reality? A big part of turning the vision into reality was pick up a pen, pick up a piece of paper and start writing down logistically how I would actually start a company. And I had the time to do that once we went into quarantine. So it's something that I was kind of putting off and putting off just because we get so busy here in New York. And then when I couldn't stay in New York, we went to New Hampshire because everything got shut down. I said, you know what? There's no better time to start this thing than right now because no one else is going to start anything right now, especially in New York City. So let's figure it out. By September, we had a business. I love that. And I can relate to what you've done because what you really have done with your company is you've assimilated all your skills and into your own brand. So you already have a lot of these skills and resources and employees intact to help you build this new modern real estate company. Yeah. The the media supports the brokerage and the brokerage supports online learning, right? The training. And those are really kind of our three pillars and they just loop back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. In your book, you describe big money energy as having self-confidence? How can someone overcome the self-doubt that is preventing them from realizing their true potential? I think a lot of it stems with not having a good sense of self. I think so many people are obsessed with others. They want to emulate other people instead of being the best versions of themselves, because being the best version of themselves is really, really scary. You don't have a map for who the best version of yourself is. What do I do? So you look to other people who are successful and you say, oh, okay, I'll just do that. I'll dress like them. I'll talk like them. And then you end up being inauthentic. To start that foundational building for creating your own sense of self-confidence, it starts with doing your own self-audit and then asking others what you're good at at, what you're bad at, and then writing it all down and building out your own version of future you that you want to be in 12 to 24 months. Yeah. And it reminds me of my conversation with Matthew McConaughey on an earlier episode of the podcast where he was going to law school and then someone said, Hey, you might want to try acting. You ha- you seem like you have some of, the, of that personality and, and acting chops. And he went in a yeah. whole different direction and became what he is today. So sometimes it either happens organically or sometimes you have to be more thoughtful and strategic about who you're talking to and push them to be honest, because a lot of people, especially your friends and family want to tell you what you want to hear. And so you really want to get that out of them. Who are some of your idols and mentors that have the energy that have inspired you to think bigger and work harder? I look to a lot of different people. I look to big name visionaries like Elon Musk, right? Who I hear him talk like, man, if 
if, if my brain could only work that way. And I also look to people like my dad who ran a big business, did it with a certain level of calm and, you know, confidence and conviction, woke up every single day at 4am and went to work because that was the job, not because he was excited to do that, but because that was the job and that brought him joy and he knew it was best for his family. Like that was a light bulb moment for me when I, I realized that he made choices every day that were tough and that I could make choices too. I like that you mentioned both because it is a spectrum and Elon Musk, a lot of people don't consider him high energy, but he can still have big money energy because yes. he knows what he's doing. He has his goals in check. He's running multiple companies. He has that degree of confidence and conviction, but the energy isn't like, it's not like your energy when you're on TV or when you're walking in the street, yeah. talk to anyone, you mm -hmm. can still be successful and have this level of self-confidence, even if you're an introvert. Part of what I think makes you successful, it's your personal and, and intentional approach to connecting with others. Like two examples from our relationship is you sending me a copy of your book with a letter and then you showing up to my New York City book launch, right? Can you share another story about how one of your small gestures has led to a big breakthrough for you in your career in life? There was a, a client of mine who would always talk about reading, but never had any books in his office. And the book didn't have anything. Every every broker in the city was always all over him. They wanted his projects. They wanted everything that he does. Everything he builds is amazing. And so I sent him a bookshelf the day after I had my first kind of meeting with him. And then every day thereafter, five days a week for a very, very long time, I sent him a book for that bookshelf. I think it was seven months later or something like that. He just wrote to me and I have this email framed. He said, you win. Let's do it. The books can stop now, please. It's a mixture of giving him something that he had mentioned mixed with relentless persistence. And he'll be getting another book, maybe come February. February. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And what's your best piece of career advice? So the best piece of career advice I ever got was take care of the music and the music will take care of you. Meaning that if you just do the work, don't focus on the money, don't obsess over the money or the individual deals or all the things that can drive you crazy in the sales business, the work will take care of you. If you just structure your day, if you stay disciplined, if you wake up every day and you get to work, you make your calls, you meet the people you need to meet, you do your follow-up, you just do it every day, no matter what, you get smacked a thousand times, you get lied to, you lose all your deals, the work will take care of you. You're going to be okay. It's it's when you stop taking care of the music, does the music then eventually stop? Yeah, it's about consistency. It's every day, you know, like for mm -hmm. me, it's a podcast every week. It's a article every week. It's making sure I'm posting on social media every day. So it's bit by bit, everything builds. It's hard to just get started yeah. though, because you only know that after like six months, a year, two years that it all accumulates. Yeah, no, you don't see results in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And that's why a lot of people quit. So that's why you have to do what? something you really want because you're less likely to quit. If you want to lose weight, you don't go to the gym for two weeks and all of a sudden you look like you're in a magazine. Like just, you got to understand, you know, things take time. It takes persistence, takes consistency, and it's got to be an, an entire change, right? You can't just show up at the work and do the work and be busy, but not actually focus on what type of work you're doing. Then you're someone that just goes to the office all day long. You're uh, busy, 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 but you don't actually do anything. You know, you're sitting on the computer and you're just like reading the news all day. It's fine if that's part of your work. It's not going to propel you somewhere. It's not going to get you closer to that future you that you wrote down, that you determined that that's the person you're going to be. Then you're just doing work for the sake of doing work. And, and people do that as a big weakness. It's like analysis paralysis. They get obsessed with thinking things and overthinking and writing about blah, 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 without ever actually just doing it. And I think it's important that people need to learn how to take action and 
stick with it. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Ryan. To follow his journey, you can read Big Money Energy and find him on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, where he shares appearances, sales strategies, family, million-dollar properties, and new projects. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Bell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes. 